is a magical operation of maximum importance. The initiation of a new Aeon. When it becomes necessary to utter a word, the whole planet must be bathed in blood. Ah yes, welcome to Dead House Whispers. <laughs> Hey everybody, hello, hello, and welcome back to Dead House Whispers. I hope everyone's been doing well uh, on this little break that we've had. Um, if you're just joining us for the 10th episode, I believe we're in now, and you still don't know what Dead House Sonata is. Te Dead technically, House. technically, technically, we're episode 12. We had to nix episode 11. Really, it's episode one of season two. Yes, so we are uh, back <laughs> now with season two here for Dead House Whispers. Um, we talk about Dead House Sonata and everything in between. Um, Dead House Sonata is a spiritual successor to Legacy of Kane. It's a narrative-driven action RPG in which you play the undead fighting the living. Um, an unstoppable force from Dead House. Uh, Dead House Sonata development is leading on PC and will support all major platforms. You name it, it'll probably be on there. I am Calypso, as usual, and of course, Faceless Mike. Greetings! Faceless Mike. Don't forget to visit DeadHouseSonata.com and pick up a Founders Pack today. We've got the old world drive going on, which if you go to the page, I have it up here right now, there is a timer. The yes. clock is ticking. The end is nigh, people. You need to get in on our pack because one thing I will be able to tell everyone is when they're gone, they're gone, right? There yes. will be new packs. If you go on over to, forum, over to the forums, they're actually taking suggestions on cool stuff you'd like to see in the new packs. And if one of your suggestions is picked, uh, you'll get that pack for free. But the only thing that will be growing over is platinum and access to the first and second age. All the cool goodies, they go bye-bye. New cool goodies, but the old stuff will be gone. And everyone does that thing of, oh, man, I wish I got that. Like, how many people do you know in Warframe? Oh, man, I wish I got that Excalibur Prime thing, you know, yeah. back when it was original. I was going to back it, and then I didn't. Do it now. Do Deadhouse. <laughs> DeadhouseSonata.com. Is that adequate shilling? <laughs> that, that was pretty adequate to me. That was pretty adequate to me. And then um, speaking of the store page mm. for Deadhouse, apart from a founder's pack, you can actually head over to the merch store and mm -hmm. pick up some of the old world merch. Old that, world, old, old world merch. Um, so yes, uh, these these shirts and this logo from the old world are limited. They will be going away soon also. So get in on that while you still can. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's the shilling for the for this portion of the of bye, the bye, episode. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thus concludes our little shilling bit. But we've uh, we've got an interesting. My merch is older still. Ah, yes, this is new, but I have the original, original merch. Whatever well, Taylor's just bragging because they've got one of the ah uh, yes shirts. Yes, and now the long, the long dead, forgotten meme. <laughs> back. I hope it comes back sometime down the line. Are we, are we going bringing it back? Are we bring it back, Calypso. We should bring it back, like we wizard. Back. We should bring back wizard. You know, like that was so wizard, man. <laughs> like ah <laughs> uh, yes, ah uh, yes, that was so wizard. You can bring both of those back. <laughs> now we've got a few topics today and the first one is one that some people if you're watching this you've probably watched the official dead house streams but if not we're going to be covering a particular character yes, the legionnaire the legionnaire now um, this, this was really cool just because this was community chosen do you want to talk about that calypso 
not my legionnaire. <laughs> Hashtag not my legionnaire. <laughs> no, um, uh, so yes, uh, a couple of months ago, <laughs> if I believe, if I recall mm-hmm. correctly, um, the legionnaire was a choice option between like A, B, and C, or X, Y, and Z, or whatever, right? Yeah. And this was the one there. that got yes, the concept art, and this was the one that got voted for the most. Because was it like, my legionnaire that, pick? Because <laughs> Mike Mike chilled it really hard and did a good job at at swooing people over to this version of the legionnaire. But um, this wasn't mine, even though I do like this design, um, it wasn't my personal favorite, even though it is really nice. Um, and this render, this in-game render, this is an in-game render that you're looking at, folks. Yes, it um, is. It, this it is, is, it is gorgeous. It is I beautiful. just love the fact that for months of it, people going, but when do we get to see in-game stuff? Here you go. Okay, see that? See that? That's in the game. And again, like Nagazdak, low poly. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah, will be is. the in-game thing that you go and... I don't know if you're a ghoul, you'd probably be able to chew through that helmet or something, but uh, yeah. that's that's the thing you will be trying to make into meat pie. Yes. <clears throat> I I do love this look. I even know that like this is a really wonderfully designed legionnaire. Um it's got like, you know, the typical dark fantasy huge sh- shoulder pauldrons. Um the helmet is somewhat like historically accurate like uh uh there was but a couple of medieval helmets and everything fantasy. but still a twist on fantasy with like the holes yeah. it looks like spider eyes almost like bug eyes mm-hmm. um for the for the eye eye socket parts um it's still got the the movement the cloak and the the red cloak that it's got going that's billowing over the whole back shoulder thing and like the arms mm-hmm. and stuff is really gorgeous to like keep it warm maybe um the the shield that you have is a beautifully designed shield like it all fits together. It all it's all wonderfully rendered and, and really, really beautiful. I love the way the cloak falls. By the way, the cloaks will like be different colors or have or have not based on like rank and stuff like that, from what I can gather. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a var- variation. No, hold on. Beautiful. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like I love the way the cloak looks. Um, like the it's it's imposing. He sure is an imposing legionnaire you know if i were a regular human fighting this guy i'd be scared but because i'm a vampire i'm not so scared <laughs> but that's just because i'm a vampire meal in the can get him now yep bring your yeah. tin openers people <clears throat> yeah i often wonder now right hmm. when we were looking at this will any of the armor be infused with silver or any anti-magical properties I believe, um, lore-wise, the Order of the Ashen Ring have silver armor, don't they? Yes, but uh, the Order of the Ashen Ring rare. They're they're very rare. They were paladins. And uh, so from what I can gather, the Order of the Ashen Ring is like a religious military order. And they're rare. You hear it during one of the radio plays. It's like... Uh, when the revenant in of revenants at the gate, it's like, oh, it's a member of the the order of the Asher. It's like, but we, no one has seen one of them for years. They would definitely turn the tide of a battle, you know, like a Jedi showing up or something. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that no one had mentioned them and that they'd hold such power would show they're very, very rare. The angle <laughs> almost makes them look intimidating. Then I remember that they are just human, shiny Bree. <laughs> that's that's a good quote. That's a good quote. They are intimidating. They do look really intimidating. And I think, um, I don't think as far as like silver and like magical infused armor goes, I don't think they'll have it. I think like, let's say this is like the lowest version of the Legionnaire you can fight, right? 
I don't think they'll have it. I think higher versions, like higher rankings, you know, like you mentioned with like maybe different colored cloaks and stuff will have infused armor. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I think this one, because it's a red thing, it may be like a captain or something. I don't know. And just suspecting yeah. Bishop going, you would think the armor would have something or at least higher ranks. So this could be yeah. the higher rank because you just strip yeah. out the cloak for a regular. Yeah. I'm okay. guessing. So if you, if you, if that is a captain, then maybe like they'll have some, you know, some magically infused just, items or like a just sword because or shiny made that comment sword fire because because wyvern tamer is quoting shiny i'm going to be counting how many times that chick wipes the, these characters oh yeah <laughs> oh they're yeah. only human let's see shall we <laughs> yeah and then you get your butt kicked right and then you get you get you, you eat it you eat it you eat it because you can't beat you can't win against like five humans or whatever with silver swords or something how, how brave of people to think that five or seven soldiers will be the only thing you fight right and then what if they have other people with them mm, yeah that's true if i see I anyone retreat against the legionnaire i will flay them myself right there with you scar right there with you yeah <laughs> That's good. That's good. Today's episode brought, brought to you by me drinking water ASMR. <laughs> Gotta stay hydrated. Hydrate your dead people. Yeah. See, I love this angle. This is my favorite. This is this is my favorite. I think this is this makes me like this version of the Legionnaire. I love the sword. I love how it's it's like old old like historical British Roman like sword types. Mm. Um, the cloak just works so well here. The, everything works. It just works. It's perfect. It's perfect. And then the helmet, you know, it look, oh man, it's just awesome. I know Go, it's probably down rendering like crazy online due to like Twitch or YouTube, but like if you go go to the website, guys, go to the website, deadhousesonata.com, yeah. check it out. The detail on that cloak is amazing. It's got stains, it's got mild tears, imperfections, there's dirt, like it's incredible. And I love all the like uh chinks and batters into the armor, like uh yeah, my cursor shows up. Like if you take a look at here, there's like little dents and then there's, there's like scratches and stuff. And this is all within the armor, so these will be variations on different ones. Yeah, it's iron station also says, Yep, that's what I've got open at the minute. It's awesome. It's a good one. Actually, uh, Art Station is and Vert Paints section on Art Station. Thank you, Calypso. Is one of the best places to get like the proper high res versions of these if you want to get a good look at them. Because yeah. uh, it is phenomenal. That's artstation.com. And you'll be able to find if you put in Deadhouse Sonata, these will come up. Yeah, you can find on Art Station. They're easy enough to find. But um yeah, I'm I'm still wondering though. <clears throat> There looks like there could be room for a magical talisman or something here that might protect yep. against liches. Maybe something to prevent. Remember, Alaric was researching about the wraith. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, like, I would love to see um, liquid, like you know, special toxins and potions or whatever that the uh, the humans brandish their swords with to damage. Like, say you don't have a silver sword or something. Um, so you brandish it with like a poison, a poison, a poison, or a toxin. Um, I could, I could to, see them like, you know, let's say, if an alchemical if were, goods. 
Yeah, if they were going to battle, you know the way Alaric like shook up his little flask and threw it, and the alchemical fire burned the wraith. I could yeah. see them having a potion like that in like a little cauldron at the side of the battlefield, where they go in and dip their sword in it, so that yeah. they could charge and actually like cause damage. And like when you listen to the radio plays, the wars were not going well, but we do no. know something turns the tide. Yes, we do. The creation of the white. It's not like the white itself was just running across the battlefield. It was obviously these guys and others running behind it and beside it. A necrotizing agent for the ghouls. Yeah, something like that would be cool. I would love to see um, rune and rune infused swords also. Oh, like, that's got to like, be rune infused armor that has to be in there, man. Like, imagine yeah. or even um, what what if uh, even like on the capes. Excuse me, like even on the capes, um, there'd be ruins aligning the cape for extra protection or something as like a shield almost for like these well, legionaries. We do know, Dennis, as mentioned before, the magic system is going to be like this spoken proto-Indo-European type language. Like the way he done blood script, the yeah. pain. we're bringing the pie to Deadhouse. It's all about pie. There's meat pie, there's magic pie. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I can... I can see that being implemented in some fashion, like what you just said, Calypso, about like on the capes. Like you could yeah. have a cape where that has like a spell woven into it that maybe yeah. makes you immune from being mind controlled by a lich, let's say, or something, you know, something like that. Yeah. That that would yeah. be really interesting. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like, and that would like, be, oh man, now it just gets me like, I know humans may like won't be controllable or playable anyway in dead house sonata in in any anytime soon or maybe even in the near future at all um but i would love to play as a human in like a hordes type mode and i know we've talked about this before um fighting a not, bunch out of the, not out of the realm of possibility like yeah. I, I could see down the line they're being implemented of let's say we've got the legionnaire here you get to be a legionnaire maybe there's four six year buddies because dead house gonna be six back six year yeah. buddies <clears throat> against waves of ghouls or something yeah. like that. You could have a ghoul nest mode where it's just like, see how long you can last. Who yeah. knows? Be cool. Like, I mean, because why would you have such an exquisitely rendered character if I can't play him or at least get the <laughs> armor or something in some way, shape or form, like from his dead body while I kill it, you know? Yeah. That's... Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's an interesting road ahead. Although, yeah, I'm looking at what you're saying with the thing with the swords. There has to be. There has to be rune and scrying oh, yeah. sword. There's got to be rune. That can't sword. be the only thing. Mm -mm. So that's that's our cover of the Legionnaire. I think it looks quite epic. Yeah, I, I, like just like that's NPC character looks that great. Like that's okay. basic enemy. Well, he's not a basic enemy. He's slightly a higher yeah. enemy. Hi, I'm the basic, the base, the basic uh, human soldiers are like hum more human looking yeah. rather than like this. But I think that's, <laughs> oh man, it's going to be something quite interesting. And yeah. then moving on to our next topic, some of the other things we've missed while we were on our little hiatus is. We had the man, the myth, the legend himself on Dead House Sonata. Dennis Diane. <laughs> George, no, George Ledoux, I George. believe, was a guest. Yep. Yes, there we go. George Nagaztak himself, <laughs> slash mm -hmm. Alaric uh, Von Beller from the radio plays and the podcasts. Um, yeah. Uh, 
listening to George's stories was incredible. I, I could sit and listen to George's anecdotes all day. If you're listening, hi, George. It was yeah. awesome hi, having you on. Uh, we'd love to have you on here sometime. It would be fantastic. I know that that we might be able to wrangle that a bit further down the line, but I know he is legit up the walls with work at the minute. Oh, yeah, he's busy, busy, I'm sure. But some of his anecdotes about working in the industry is incredible. What's this? Uh, evil, what, uh, the humans broke rule one of evil overlords list. The humans Which bit was that? One. Yeah, what was the... What what's the list of evil? What's the rules of the evil overlord list? I'd love to know. My legion of terror will have helmets with clear plexiglass visors, not face concealing <laughs> ones. Oh my ah. gosh! <clears throat> that good. Don't worry. I don't think it matters to be honest. If it's little slits if it's eye holes if it's completely exposed face you're going oh, down yeah, definitely you cannot definitely. fight the dead as they say to quote terry pratchett's uh, death you know i am inevitable mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no um, more last minute stuff i am last minute stuff <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, no, I could listen to George talk all day. Like the dude has a voice of gold. You know, he could read a dictionary and it'd be cool. Um, yeah, he said I could read the phone book. Yeah, read you the phone totally book. Totally do that stream. Yeah. Mike just sits and reads the phone book. Right, Terry. <laughs> but, uh, Terry Cruz five zero four eight six two one. Like, um, no, the dude's got a voice of gold. Like, and he's funny too. And like, I think that's the that's the cool thing about voice actors is that they have stories that never really end because they just keep. You know, it's their job to to create stories and create characters on the fly. And um, one voice actor that I, the guy who does the voice acting for Chris Redfield in the Resident Evil games, Rock um, Puncher, yeah, Rock Puncher, Boulder Puncher, <laughs> Chris Redfield, um, continue my lineage, Chris Redfield. <laughs> um, he uh, has a story of, or a good way to audition, I guess, for voice acting and stuff would be to. Um, have someone like go online for you blind and have a blind like character pick and they uh, pick random cartoon characters or whatever that you may know or may not know of or whatever. And then you have to come up with a voice for them on the fly um, mm. of what you think they might sound like with a couple of quick second look or whatever. Cause that's often how voice, some voice acting auditions go. It's you don't have no idea what the character looks like. It's just, you know, based on some directions and everything. And I think George's, you know, stories of, all that kind of stuff and like what it takes to be a voice actor and everything is just super interesting. You know, it, it fuels my passion to get back into voice acting myself. You should. You know? Well, speaking of which, uh, Deadhouse is taking submissions. Deadhouse will be taking submissions. If you go check it up, uh, there's a little area on the forum with the details. Uh, if Wyvern Damer is in the chat and could find it for me, yeah. uh, <laughs> where you'll be able to um, submit for some fan stuff. Yes, so super it'll awesome. Be, um, it'll be stuff from like World Anvil or some other stuff in game, and it could be included in like it'll be used in future promotional stuff for the game. Yeah, it will. Uh, it's uh, yes. So Deadhouse is <clears throat> taking um fan community uh, submissions and auditions. Um, yeah, I think it is on the forum. I believe. Um, 
and I don't know what the requirements are because unfortunately I don't have that pulled up. Uh, you need uh, you need to have the right equipment, so something like a blue a blue Yeti or something like something adequate to use. Yeah, uh, you need like to this have... USB microphone or whatever, you know. Yeah, you need to have something solid to record your voice. You need to have decent software like Audacity or one of one of those types of softwares, and uh, uh, preferably either a little bit of experience or do some kind of show reel type thing yourself. You could go onto World Anvil, pick one of the things on there, and just read. You know, mm -hmm. just to give an example of your work and stuff like that. There we go. Thank you, Wyvern Tamer. Let me just pull that up here. It's there. It's over on the forums and for our voice acting fan submissions, and it'll give you all the information there. If Brian, if only I had a voice people enjoy listening to. Sir, I used to believe that too. And I had George Lido tell me he could listen to me read a phone book. And that's yes. coming from a professional voice actor himself. So never say never. It's always worth the try. It's always worth the try. Like, I was shocked at how much stuff George was in. Like I knew because he told me yeah, some of the things. I'm like, holy crap, man! George just done a lot. Yeah, you don't realize that like this person has done so much until you Google it. Like I didn't know, I had no idea Nolan North, you know, prolific voice actor Nolan North, um, was in the Crash Bandicoot games back in the day. I think um, Nolan North is just in almost everything. <laughs> pretty much, he is. But like, I didn't realize how much his range really went, you know, until you Google how much. Like George, I didn't know George was in any of that stuff until you. Like, that doesn't sound like George at all, you know. Like, there's no way that can be George. The face that you're hard of hearing, so trying to nail accents and tones is a trial and a half. Speaking on that one, I badgered George to do his Irish accent for me. He's like, I'm not going to do that. And I was like, come on, come on. As an Irishman, I want to hear it. It was impressive. It was impressive for like a foreign person doing an Irish accent because yeah. I swear when I hear people in video games, TV shows doing an Irish accent, I'm half waiting to, like as I quoted for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm half waiting to be sent on the mystical quest to get my lucky charms. Oh my god. Like that's come on, you've seen Brad Pitt. Yeah, oh yeah. You don't have to go after me like a charms or how about it over or whatever. Whatever. Like, I, I don't know where they get these voices from, but like it, here's a little tip. You know you're doing an Irish accent well if an Irish person can guess what part of the country you're supposed to be from. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like now now if you have to nail it down, okay, we'll do a a Northern Irish accent or a Southern Irish or a Western or Eastern or, you know, it's like, Oh, can you do a Welsh accent or can you do a Southern British accent or, or uh, upper, upper like Hawks, Hoxton, Hawksford accent or whatever the heck for like England and stuff. And it's like, Oh yeah. Pick, pick your dialect. Like, that's that's the way they do it, which is hilarious because whenever like they're trying to nail that down in some games, and then in other games, so like I'm playing The Witcher Three, and I come across this old woman, it's like she's Welsh, like that's mm -hmm. clearly that's a Welsh woman doing the voice, you know? Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, Tara Strong is a legend. Yes, Tara Strong is a legend. Um, Batman the Animated Series had a voice actress named Tara Strong. Um, mm -hmm. She was asked how she nailed accents, etc., and she said that she called people in the country she needed to speak to and just had conversations with whoever would speak to her. Probably the best way to do it, because yeah. uh, George said he'd like to do that with me. He'd like to just talk. 
just to be able to get like, you know, and I'd quite happily do that. Anyone that's wanting the voice act, yeah, I'll quite happily chat with you in Discord. I'll even I'll even thicken up the accent a little boy so he'll be able to pick it up a bit better. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh my gosh. I can I can ham up the old Irish accent for you. <laughs> that's that's how they sound. You know the way they are calypso now. You talk about mm-hmm. rednecks out in the countryside there in Florida. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this this would be a bit of an Irish redneck accent now. Oh my god! See, everyone's half expecting me to go top of the morning to you, laddies. My yeah. name is. Uh, I'm waiting that. for it. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> no, I yeah. think one of my favorites. There's as many um, Irish accents as there are counties. Brian is true. Not only that, there are counties where there is different accents within the county, and I'll, like even going further than that, one of the top the top county in Ireland is a beautiful, beautiful county called Donegal. Gorgeous. Worth a visit if anyone ever gets the opportunity. If you get someone from the countryside of Donegal and you put them with someone from the very southern part of Ireland, from Cork, and put two of them in a room together, there's a good chance they won't know what the other person's feckin' saying. <laughs> that's how thick our accents are in this country. Yeah, I think that's what throws me off the most too. Is it like you can be in you know Northern Ireland and have two very different Northern Irelanders talking to you, and they will sound completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, they, to, to, they the, even go, to the American like, who's visiting in in Antrim. Like, if you go Belfast, if you get someone from Belfast City and someone from Derry, like literally, a count go go county over, drastically, dramatically different accents. I can also ham up the Dutch accent, <laughs> but at a certain point, I'll start losing words and sentences and slipping into my fully hometown accent. Uh, I've heard Wyvern Tamer ham up the Dutch accent and I haven't a clue what they're saying. Mike, did you leave Ireland? I did not. I am still here. Apparently, it's a curse. There's runes around the borders. I can't get out. I'm stuck. <laughs> once, you, once you enter Ireland, you can't leave Ireland. Like... Oh, especially the two counties around where I'm living. You're, you're stuck here. And you will stay forever. I feel a bit ripped, though, because Assassin's Creed Valhalla doesn't have my county in it. Oh, that's lame. Wait, you can you go? You can go to Ireland. Is that where the game takes place? That's the new, the new ones, like Wrath of the Druids, and you go to Ireland, and the characters sound exactly as you'd expect them to be. Oh man, that's, that's... it's it's really funny. I I haven't got it yet. I just see the trailers, and I'm looking at it, going, "That's really cool." Where the hell is that? Like, <laughs> that's not here. Although I I've been told by a friend of mine that's in because I used to do like some historical reenactment stuff years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine that's all big into that like ancient history stuff. Dublin is fairly accurate, apparently. Yeah. Like Dublin is fairly accurate to what the settlement would have been at the time. But I, man, they missed out on so much. Like Galway and Limerick cities are both Viking cities. They were Viking settlements originally. Mm-hmm. Wait, the Assassin's Creed Valhalla expansion it out. Yes, it is. My hometown has a similar reputation of being a place you'd never leave. Yes, we're all trapped. Although you got, you got out, you got out, Calypso. I mean, not. You got out I mean, of your hometown. I yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I did. Yeah, uh, and then, but the whole problem is, is I'm stuck in Florida now. Like, I'm, I'm by, I'm at, I'm in the Bermuda Triangle. I can't escape now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, but it, look, the one thing you can never call Florida is boring. No, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> right about that. I'm so disappointed because I read a story of of like two, you know, some some really sad murder or like you know something just depressing, like father and mother do this with children and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, well, wait, was that in Florida? And then, yep, sure was in Florida. 
Because it's you Florida. know, if it's something really wild and wacky, it's Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's 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 just the unfortunate way it goes. But look, it's either Florida, Texas, or Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, could, I mean, Georgia's cheaper, so maybe it's Georgia. Time to go to Georgia. No, I'll never go to Georgia. I'll go back to New York before I go to Georgia. No offense <laughs> to people watching who may live in Georgia. Florida man strikes again. Yes, yeah, exactly. Brian, I, every time there's a Florida man meme, it gets sent directly to Calypso. Because <laughs> yep. I can oh, confirm. <laughs> can confirm. Although it's it's been fairly quiet in your neck of the woods lately, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Because I think people are finally back to normal-ish. You know, the whole vaccine stuff is like going around now. So I think the whole stir crazy cabin fever stuck inside mess is slowly dissipating. How many people actually means- paid attention though to it in Florida? Nobody. <laughs> surprisingly, surprisingly, all like the big businesses did, but you know, you still had your problems and your issues. But that's Florida for you. You just, and- just ask. And uh, so why is it quiet if it's back to normal? Because uh, it's uh, there's still limited travel. Mm-hmm. So Florida yeah. pretty much survives on tourism, isn't it? Like that's yes. pretty much yes. most of how it goes. Mm-hmm. Especially Orlando where I'm living. Yeah, it's tourism capital of the world, you know. <clears throat> Disney, Universal Studios, uh, water parks, theme parks, roller coasters, all that kind of stuff. That is what drives this city that's what that's what makes the money. So if it's quiet, then I mean it's a good thing. But it's, but like at the same time, there's no you know, giant man riding six foot tall alligator in the middle of the road, kind of crazy news. So I still love that one with the gator with the knife. Oh, yeah, no, whoever pulls, whoever withdraws the knife from the gator becomes the new king, king of Florida. Florida. <laughs> I still can't believe when you said it that there's actually a Florida man comic. Oh I yeah, need there to is. Get my hands on it's that. That's <laughs> How is that not a TV show? That's totally an Adult Swim TV show. Right I know. Now. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for like I'm waiting for a reality show just called Florida Man, and it's just cops again. It's cops, <laughs> but um, it's just ridiculous. Florida or Dog the Bounty Hunter style stuff, but it's Florida. <laughs> Do you remember um, there used to be an old TV show in the '90s called Cops? It was based on the TV show, but it was like some weird GI Joe thing. It was nuts. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, G Four is back to being a, a regular gaming channel. I guess that's not just cops and reality shows anymore. I think. I'm not sure. I know it came back. Maybe. No idea. Know. And on to, as you were saying, weird Bermuda Triangles. The next bit that we have to catch up on is the octahedron. Yes. Speaking of triangles, um, the octahedron. (laughs) Yes. Um, It's the coolest thing ever. It's the coolest. Okay. So so explain the octahedron. Okay. So so the octahedron is right now, for those of you who know about Dead House, you have your skill systems which is, or your power levels and everything. It's a physical, magical, and material, right? And it's in a triangle. So you got your like material up here, your essential over here, and your magical over here, right? The octahedron is there's a triangle on top of another triangle. And then you have the sides of that triangle and the other side of that triangle and the back of the triangle and then a little square in the center, right? So with the way the octahedron system is going to work, it's like you have dead house in the center, which is physical, magical, and essential. 
and then you flip the triangle over to the left triangle or the right triangle and then whichever side like corresponded with whatever side that was the left or the right goes gets that power as well so um, let's say you have material up here and essential over here or material up here and, a, and magical over here or something you flip it to another triangle you're going to have material on one side magical on the other and then it's going to have an entirely new skill over here and then you flip it and it'll be something else and then you flip it and then it will carry over to that and then you flip it upside down and it might have entirely different skills relating to whatever the opposite of physical magical and material will be or something and then the square of the octahedron the square center when they both are combined together is going to be something completely different and on its own as well it's the coolest system ever for as far as um, creating like houses and gameplay and uh, freshening things up so it doesn't just feel like it's the same game over and over and over again nine houses six elder gods six uh, six attributes and pools yes thank you Wyvern Tabor. so it's that's the coolest thing ever do you have a visual of that Mike that's I'm know. legit looking on the forum for the one that was posted about it I know it was posted by Varric yeah, uh, Zan, surprised Zana hasn't I know um, there is one here somewhere, like explaining the octahedron. <laughs> it's it's somewhere there, but um, try to picture a triangle, guys. Um, you have physical, you have material on top, physical, blah, blah, blah. you have physical on top, magical, and essential on the left and the right, and then you flip it over to like the left side, and you'll have um whatever side if that was material before it'll be material again and then like if the essential side was on the other side it will be essential as well and then something else completely new so this, this is all speculation by the way the only confirmation on that is dead house and dennis has hinted at a giga house so yeah. you've got the pyramid on the top and the bottom these are joined but it's a 3d image so each one has a different side so that pyramid has three sides this pyramid has three sides they're joined together and each one will represent a house so one side would be dead house and then there's a mirror to dead house now each one will have their as he said there's well he's got it here for dead house because he's laid this out in a very terrible fashion but anyway you've got vitality essential and magic vitality essential magic so that means if you turn the square over the next or the turn the triangle over the next triangle it'll still be vitality essential and then it'll have another one the speculation being tech because they're going by opposites now the way varic put it is there's opposites so these three the mind tech and primal are his kind of speculation so they'll rotate uh very interesting concept. Yeah, it's it's a very complex system that works very fluidly. So each of your characters, just to give an example, right? Each of your characters, you don't have a health pool. You actually have three resources. You yes. have your physical form. So we'll use a vampire physical form when he's hammered down out of physical beat with swords and all like that. Uh, he will lose his physical form and become uh, magical, basically like a wisp type figure and all like that uh when you lose all magical energy you go into essential form which would be like possessing something like uh literally like possessing a little teddy bear let's say or something like yeah. that if he's excised and loses all essential energy or is like exercised in some fashion then they experience true death your character is dead each of the characters in dead house falls in different areas being leaning more towards physical essential or magical 
And there's a kind of a weird rock, paper, scissors system. Now expand rock, paper, scissors to be nine different houses with multiple classes that all operate within six different elemental types, except for the ninth house, which is the center of the octahedron, which has four. And that will be completely different <clears throat> stuff. Like it won't be, Varric has it colored here, like magic and essential um, see, so there's the way it goes at the moment. For, no, yeah, for like said, you know, you can't see it. So number one and number five would be opposites, but they will both have essence and magic. But if you've got life or physical at the top, don't forget the actual word for this is vitality. So what's its opposite? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock, slightly more complicated, but you get the idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, I believe that's what the system is called too. It's a rock paper scissors system. It's a um, far. It's a. It's a more complex, but essentially, yes, it is that yeah. expanded. Yeah, super and cool. That's, super that's cool. pretty much how that will go to go. But that's only for the resources. That's not necessarily combat. The combat introduces a tarot system, which yes. is phenomenal. But again, Brian. <laughs> Brian will need an education on the entire summary of this. The tarot system will be gathered by skills. You will have a deck in your hand. These will contribute to, as your skills. Each skill system. So instead of you having a skill tree, each of your skills is its own skill tree that works in tandem or independent with other skills. It's going to be awesome. It's very complex and very epic. And again, due to my position, have seen behind the scenes a little, and I can promise there's some, and the immortal words of Dennis Dyack, there's some amazing things coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I think so far, so, so far with what we've seen with the skill tree system, the tarot deck, and the way that the octahedron, like rock, paper, scissors system is going to work in tandem with it, it, it allows for, you know, like, 67 possibilities with cards or whatever. Now that gets multiplied by like a bajillion, you know, and then we bring it back to George doing amazing voice acting with oh. all of it together. Like I can't understate how awesome George is as a voice actor. Please everybody go on Amazon, like podcasts on Spotify, follow the official dead house stuff there because they've uploaded um, audio dramas uh, if you, you know, go the, to the, the media section of deadhousesonata.com, or you can grab it on Spotify or anywhere else. If yeah. you're listening to this on Spotify later, go check it out. Check Deadhouse yeah. Sonata. You want to listen to the radio plays because season two of the radio plays will be very interesting. Very interesting because they just wrapped up season one. <laughs> they're so good. They're so good that, oh my God, they're so good. George does have a really figured, great have job. Have you figured out the order? Um, I know that the order, I think Wyvern Tamer or, or Varric figured out the order and posted it online. Um, but I know, uh, of whites is the first one, right? Yes. I think it's the first. If thing. you of listen to the, the dates, one. you can have what way they are. Like I have a particular listening order that I do. Like, I uh, I just listened to them upon release. I didn't listen to them chronologically yet, but maybe chronologically would be way more insightful as like a like, second listen through. Here's the way I listen to them. There's of whites, of vampires, of revenants, of liches, of ghouls, of banshees, of wraiths. That is what I mm. figured out based on the dates. Yeah. Just had to open that my phone there to check it out. Yeah. 
because I don't think a lot of people bothered, even though at the very start of them, they say the date. So you yeah. can tell the chronological order. And now, Wyvern Tamer, since I didn't <laughs> something, mention something this. Something, something, right. Thanks, Wyvern Tamer. <clears throat> uh, if you look at the map of Malorum. Yes. Oh, yeah. And you can, and you can check that. dates and how long the distance and the time. So you can tell where he is, what's missing, what has like, oh, why did it take him six days to go this distance, but he done this in two days? What happened in here? You'll be able to follow it. George told me I, I put way too much thought into it. <laughs> yeah, like there's, I mean, props to Jack and Dennis. Um, and maybe, I don't know if George had a whole writing team. Dramas. Like the whole, the yeah, whole the group whole of them doing the writing is amazing. Like just coming up with, hey, it'll take, you know, Alaric six days to travel from here to here via horse. But then what if his horse gets eaten by a vampire? He has to walk the rest of the way or whatever. And yeah. Like, even longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what if the vampire... To... Oh, that's a ghoul, dude. That's a ghoul. Oh, well, a vampire ain't okay, eating well, no horse. His horse well, props <laughs> to his horse getting eaten by a ghoul. Like, you know, props to just that just that thought process of oh well it's going to take you like six days to travel for here because time distance you know it's medieval times horses yada 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 it's it's awesome it's really awesome like it's a really it's a great little detail that that goes overlooked quite a lot i'm still taken aback by this oh yeah no me too nagaztec is gorgeous also uh like that, that's right a now, low pot that's a low pot yeah, in game i'm still blown away by that we're looking at the Nagastak model right now for those just listening. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, we talked about it on our last episode, I believe. Um, yeah. Yes, go to Vert Paint. Um, just go to ArtStation, look up Dead House Sonata. You'll find everything. You'll see Nagastak, the, the in-game model. The in-game, this is what it's going to look like. In-game model for this character. It's <laughs> I love it. Our king, our revenant poet, our revenant poet king. Yeah. It's just incredible. And now, when we move swiftly along, we've also a little bit of bad news for anyone listening that didn't hear it officially. I know people are saying, oh, it should have been a post on the forums. I still think the best way was Dennis actually legit coming out and telling everyone about yeah. the game being slightly delayed. Because, to be honest, you need to have it done well. Like, I'd rather the game delayed and done well than rushed out the door in a state. Yes. For those of you who don't know or are new or, uh, are, you know, are wondering about when Deadhouse is going to get released eventually, um, right now we have the Founders Packs up online, right? With those Founders Packs, that grants you early access into Deadhouse Sonata with either the Risen Pack or the Havoc and Malice. That's the lowest you can go to get early access to the first or the second age. The original, um, they are also going away by the uh, in 72 days or by July 31st. Um, with those founders packs, you get access to early, you get early access. That was originally supposed to start for the first age um, for Q4 of this year. That has now been pushed back to sometime next year, undisclosed date, just sometime next year in 2022 rather than this year um, for the first age of early access. Um, again, if you want to get early access, you can get. Uh, Founders Packs, um, again, the uh, Risen or Havoc and Malice are the lowest you can go to get early access to the first or second age. If you want to get access to the first age, it's going to be the Havoc and Malice. Second age, it's going to be the Risen Pack. That's basically just closed alpha and beta early access. 
But yeah. again, the first date has been pushed back to next year. The official full release, like 3.0 beta, open beta release of Deadhouse Sonata is not coming for quite some time. So if you're wondering when Deadhouse Sonata is officially going to drop and not be in the early access state, that's a couple of years from now. But the I think it should go the way state, the way Nintendo goes. It's ready when it's ready. It's ready when it's ready, yeah. Yeah, or um, uh, I think what what it used to say is it's ready when it's ready. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> yeah, like it's do- it's when it's done because if yeah. anything gets rushed out the door, oh, this is crap, this is broken, this is that, and it's like, well, like, what do you want? A lot yeah. of people complaining about games getting delayed. I remember there was one. It was for Doom Eternal originally when it got delayed. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that sucks, but you know it'll be worth it. It's, you know, yeah, it is what no, it is. It, like it's it's delayed. It's like, well, it's know. been delayed. Like, do you guys really? Is there nothing else going on in your life that you can do, or any other games you can play to play before you know this oh, other game? Dude, comes my out? backlog. Like, there's a million. Is... My backlog is so big. <laughs> and I think we're all guilty of the whole Steam situation of yes, here's 78 games I'll never play yes. that I haven't gotten around <laughs> to yet. No, exactly. You know? Like what sucks is like I have Alien Isolation. I sit and stare at it. I'm like, I'm gonna install it. And I'm gonna play it today. Not today, Alien Isolation. I'll Not get to it today. eventually. But like, man, there's just so many other games. Or it's like I always have that trouble of I go back and play old games that I played a billion other times. You know, because it's that comfort zone of old games that I love. Guilty, <laughs> The Witcher. Guilty. Yeah, yeah. How many times, <laughs> have, you the, how many times have you played The Witcher this year, Mike? Like five. This year it's been two. <laughs> Last year it was five. And when you think, Ben, I don't even want to think how many hours I've like sank into vampire that. Games, yeah, vampire games are few and far between. Um, Von Von Bardis, great name. Um, not, not. I wouldn't say few and far between because there's a billion of them now. But like, good vampire games are few and far between. Or you can just go ahead and replay Bloodlines for the billionth time. Uh, vampire games are few and far between. Uh, no. Good vampire games are few and far between. There is dozens of the damn things on Steam yeah, and everything, most of which are complete trash. I've played them. I've never found anything to scratch that Legacy of Cain Blood Omen itch. No, that's why now. I just replayed those games a million times. That's oh, the, that, dude, that I, I have a PS3 spe- set up just specifically for Blood Omen. Yeah. I want to get a Vita. I want to get. I want to get a Vita just to get Soul Reaver and Blood Omen on there, just to have them. You know, like mm. I need them on the go now. Boopada boopada. Oh yeah. Go through that. Oh yeah. With Blood Omen, with that is just. That's what I'm looking so forward good. to. All the fun little secrets, because you know all the stuff they ended up hiding with things in Blood Omen, and Dennis is mm-hmm. Dennis is that guy. Dennis I've never is that guy that's secrets. Going to be. I think I found I found all the secrets once in Blood Omen One, but I had to use a guide. Uh, there's a hundred secrets in Blood Omen One, and like I think I really love the fact more games should do this. In the end, in Blood Omen One, when you beat the game, it gave you a ranking of like whelp, nobleman, you know, destroyer of worlds. I think was the highest ranking you could get, and you had to get like a million kills and a million feeds and find all the secrets and everything like that. But I think uh, I think I think little rankings like that are really cool. I hope I kind of hope Dead House has that in there has uh i could see like, that when you like finish a mission or level yeah, whichever like, that there's like a ranking for it because there's rankings on the forums that were yeah that's there. true that's true 
Which would be really cool if that translated over into the game. Yeah, that'd be neat. I wonder if they will do that. Hint, hint. <laughs> Dennis, if you're nudge, listening, nudge. hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. Wink, wink. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> and with that as well, for anyone that is interested, that's like been a fan of Legacy Kane series, Eternal Darkness, Too Human, any of that, um, the weekly streams for Deadhouse Sonata are on Wednesdays. After each of the streams, there is an after party, which is now officially called Community Screams. It's Community Screams After Party. It's done as a Q&A section. Uh, our good friends here in the chat, Bishop and Wyvern Tamer, are the MC slash mods, whatever way you want to call it, uh, for that. And this is recorded usually and will be put up as podcasts after the fact. When we have streams with like Dennis, if he has time afterwards, he, yep, me and Bishop MC, he will jump into the community screams after party. Like there's one up. If you go to deadhousesonata.com right now and you check out the media section, I believe. Yep. Let me just pull it up here now. If you pull up the media section and you scroll down, the first one from May 5th with uh, George Lido is up there. So that was the after party, ah, after good to party know. with the chats with George that were recorded and put up. There is one coming with Dennis and there will be more in the future. So they are definitely worth checking out because like if there as well, if you're interested, all the radio plays and then the community screams will also be put up here, but they will also be on Spotify and everything else like that. Good they, to know. I did not know that information. Thank you for telling yes. me. Mike. Yeah, I think you're on that one, actually, Calypso. I, I the one with George. 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 Yeah, I'm on there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what my question was, but I'm on there. Um, <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys aren't tired of my voice yet. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like that's one of the things I think I've loved most about Apocalypse and Deadhouse Sonata is probably one of the most community accessible games and companies ever is that like you can come to the company and post your information on the forum you can watch the live streams to get chatting on the twitch streams with the people making the game and then afterwards you can hop into the after party and like when it's one of those streams like ask dennis dyke himself these questions or ask george or anyone involved that we've had that week and I, again having to tie the tongue but um there will be some really interesting guests coming really soon. interesting coming soon yeah. yeah coming soon tm <laughs> uh speaking of interesting guests there's going to be a really 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 interesting guest uh coming up on the stream next week spoilers it's me everyone no i'm kidding ah <laughs> uh, yes our our vampire lord we're going savior. to be getting a vampire that's exciting so badass i can't wait to see what this, this bad particular looks like vampire is uh lord zoran crossing fingers simon templeman you and me both buddy every single day every <laughs> single day um yeah no zoran is uh is fucking awesome like fucking awesome i can't wait to see what this version of him looks like in game it's gonna be so awesome like if Nagaztak and the Legionnaire are anything to go by, it's gonna be fucking awesome. Like, ugh. 
Oh, look at that. We're oh, famous. Yay. I was waiting. Flip so, do you want to be famous? Uh, yeah, I guess I do. I want to buy followers. Yeah, Wyver Tamer, do you want to if you grab out the old Mali of sodium on that one there? If you guys want to become, if you guys want to become famous, buy a follower viewers on buy followers. <laughs> oh, God. Why Jeez. would they? Jesus. Uh, I was wondering. First, first bot of the uh, of the show. First bot, uh, okay. not not our first ever bot on the show, but our first bot on the show today. That's uh, how, that's how you know you're going big when you get those type yeah, of things on Twitch. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> I made it, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's going to be the stream for Deadhouse next week. We will be getting All right. So be sure to check. Check out that fingers one, crossed Simon Templeman. Simon Templeman. That will be a shock to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mike. Like here's said, a new guest next week. Yeah. Hey guys, we got Simon on. What? That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. You and you and me both, Vaughn Barden. Yeah. You and me both. Uh, dude has a voice of gold. Also, like man, it must. I wonder. You you got to be lucky to be born with a voice that just like just works you know what i mean like you can just you, like i said like george or like simon templeman read a freaking dictionary and it you know sounds what, you know what hurt me about simon templeman hmm. he was in charmed yes he was death he was death in charmed way back when oh man no and you know what he was also on a. I was like, was that's wrong. On, that's Kane. That's wrong. God, what's what's the lewis the lewis you remember the lewis and clark show back in the back in the 90s with yeah. He was on that. He was on Lewis and Clark or Lois and Clark as wow. uh, as a creepy alien dude. And like, you can still find pictures online and like, he's got a goatee and he's got a beard thing and his hair is pulled back. He's got some prosthetic makeup and Don't oh, look man. Right. he's talking philosophical stuff with Superman. It's so great, dude. It's so great. <laughs> I don't know what he would like. Oh, charmed though. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I know you got to do it death. for the pay. You I know you got to get man. the paycheck, but still. He was also, he also did a really good, uh, there's a version of Dracula he did that you can find online. Um, he was in a Dracula play and they uploaded the audio and it's just like a visual, almost like a radio drama for Dracula. You can find it online. It's free. It's really awesome. Well, you see, that's, that's true up. classical theater. When you're doing yeah. things like Dracula and all like that, that's on the Shakespearean level. Although mm -hmm. I've seen a few different versions of Dracula all done differently because that was found footage for back in the day, only found writings, shall we call it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, right. it's very interesting in how different people take different interpretations of it. Of course, my favorite being Francis Ford Coppola. Like that's yeah, probably no, the that's definitive my version. I really love the Bela Lugosi one though. Like, oh, well, that's just classic that cinema. Gotta, that's yeah. classic cinema. That's like, that was the golden age. You know, that was beautiful. Superman images. Oh Lord. Oh, you found click? it. Shall you we click? It. Yeah. Yeah. Pull it up and show it. Hold on. Oh, nothing. Oh, I didn't get anything. I can't get it. You need to copy and paste that. Hold on. Here we go. Yeah, no, I didn't get anything. If I pull that up, it'll just pull it up into the stream. You see, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be the, if, if I can find the image, if this isn't it, I'm going to, no, I ain't getting nothing. I'm going to, uh, this will be the thumbnail for this. Episode. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Will I, will I put it up? You can yeah, see it, it in the back. Here, here we go. Yeah. 
That's gonna be that's gonna be the thumbnail for today's. Why episode. does he look like a Why does he look like a Klingon without the makeup? I don't know, man. <laughs> I got to admit, I'm, the beard is working now. I'm, I'm digging the beard. Lord Nor Simon Templeman was Lord Nor, an is, evil dictator on New Krypton. Is it weird? He looks like a sci-fi alt-universe Kane. He's even got the hair going yeah, on. He does. <laughs> like I, I think I asked Dennis this before on a stream. I asked um if Simon Templeman was like the the character model for Kane when they cast him and they just redesigned him a little bit. Um, he wasn't, but it's uncanny valley how close. Simon yeah. Templeman and how Blood Omen Kane look like it's literally just just Simon Templeman in game, you know, in like r- r- rugged '90s graphics, like super spot That's on. Such like. a '90s photo, like you mentioned oh, man, it before about so things being though. so '90s, like mm-hmm. the spandex, the the the, the cuffs, dude. The... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so '90s. Like the. Can we go the, back I, to doing that? Can we go yeah, back to just, doing that for like shitty Netflix shows? Can we just do them in like '90s style? That yeah, let's warm do my it. heart a little. I mean, there's that one Netflix show that's like about superheroes that looks totally '90s. I have not checked that out yet. I can't remember the title of it, but um. But you all need to watch Castlevania season four. Just saying. Yeah, Castlevania season back to vampires. Castlevania season four. Um, <laughs> super great show. Super great show. I haven't watched it yet, but super great show. Oh, uh, you've seen the other seasons, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen one through three. I just haven't caught caught up on four yet. They do. They've done um, it so well. It's yeah. ended so well. It's done properly. Does, Although does this one, people... is there going to be another season or does this one wrap it up? Don't spoil no, this, it. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's okay. finished, which is okay. the way it should do. Although were I in charge, what I would have done was I'd put it for 10 seasons and it would be 10 Belmonts. Oh, yeah, I, would I forgot do about like... Kindred the Embrace, that old 90s show. I think he was oh, that, that was so terrible! Yeah, the, you remember the 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 blood the masquerade uh, show? Oh man, it was, te- it was it was so bad. They even got the names wrong on the show. Like they pronounced no, the I names wrong and everything. My my favorite my favorite thing about that entire show was the Nosferatu character, um, really prolific character actor who played him. But all they did was give him a bald cap, and that was it. He's a Nosferatu, and he's supposed to be an ugly, hideous vampire. But all they did was just give him a bald cap, and all of a sudden, he's a hideous monster. And <laughs> like, oh my god, oh my god! But uh, that's enough shenanigans, I think, for that. Um, they mixed up like here. Here is how that. you do a vampire. Just yeah. saying, Zona, that's how which, you do a vampire. Yeah, which I, which we will see next week. That is some bestial shit. Zorn. That is yeah, holy I'm loving crap. that. That was my phone wallpaper for a while. That was my. They mixed wallpaper. up like three clans. They mixed up like three clans. They did, and they pronounced the names wrong. And it was, it like if you let some fan art, fan fiction stuff for Vampire the Masquerade, they would have done a better job than that yeah. TV show. Um, to answer your question, Von uh, Von Bardis, I think I'm saying your name right. Um, is that new art? That is um, art that has been revealed and around since they revealed the redesign for Dead House Sonata. Uh, it's yes. been if you were if you're privy to Dead House a couple like two years ago, um, it was completely different looking, and then they they rebooted it internally um, with a whole yep. new art direction and everything. And this is one of the pieces that came out of that 
for Lord Zorin, the um the like I believe uh he's he's Nagastak's right hand general um in the army, lore wise. Kinda. Uh from kinda. what I can gather, um like the important NPCs that we know of publicly at the moment, there's Nagastak, who's the king. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. Zorin and Kiva. Yes. And Zorin and Kiva, we don't have specifics on what they are, but they are higher, like left and right hand to Nagastak from what we can tell so far. Yeah. They're kind of like um, overseers, lords, sub kings. Yeah. Jarls. Like I don't know. Maybe I've been watching Vikings too Baron, much. <laughs> Baron Zorin. Well, it's Lord yeah. Zorin. Oh, yeah, Lord. Yeah, it's you're right. just Kiva, but it's Lord Zorin. So. Cain, Lord King, King Nagaztak and Lord Zorin. Fun I'm little waiting. fact that many don't know is that uh, Zorin had come across Nagaztak when he was still human. Yes. When Nagaztak was still human. My working theory is that Zorin is the one who killed Nagaztak. Don't think so. I, I don't, just just a guess like that's I, at least I like to think that they fought. If then he was a revenant. Oh no, they did fight, but I don't fought. think because otherwise he'd kill him. If he's a revenant, yeah. which means he came back for revenge, his whole revenge would be against Zorin. Well, no, I mean like no. Oh they my fought god, when... Calypso! Did you just uncover some weird secret character after like? Did the I? Ninth age or something. I think no. Like my theory, <laughs> my theory is that let's hear. It. Um, Zorin fought. Nagaztak, or back when he was human. So back when he was Lucian Armin or Lucian Aramin or whatever, um, they fought. Lucian Ar- Aramin, Araman, Lu- whatever, Lucian, when he fought Nagaztak when he was human, before he was a revenant, when he was still part of the uh, Ashen Ring, maybe the leader even or whatever. Um, my theory is that they fought. And um, uh, part of Nagaztak when he died if if it wasn't Zorn who killed him in the first place, um, remembers that this vampire Lord Zorn almost beat him in battle, almost. Maybe it was like a, a draw. Nobody won. And then um, that little spark of memory, it was like, okay, well, you're going to be part of my army now because you're a fucking badass and you almost killed me in battle when I was human. And I was like the most coolest fucking fighter human on the planet. And like, no one can beat me, but you beat me. Um Nagastak Lucy. Oh, because Lucy and Armin. Um, yeah, that's my theory is that they fought when um, that Nag- Zoran was a vampire and Lucin and Nagastak was still human and they fought is my theory. And that like it was a draw fight. Nobody won because they were like kind of maybe like equal matches. And Zoran knew that. Zoran was like, okay, well, this Templar badass motherfucker is like on my level. I'm not going to kill him because he's awesome. And then he ends up dying anyway. And then, yeah, that's just my theory. That's the theory, huh? Yeah, watch it's me. It's an be interesting right. theory. <laughs> watch, 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 just be like, "Fuck, you, you spilled the beans." <laughs> there, uh, there you go, Lucy. Is it yeah. Lucy? Lucy, Lucy, Nagastak Lucy. Is, I'm home. Nag- Nagastak is sick of your. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm tired of this. Shit. That tired hammer, of though. That hammer. That. That um is the, my other theory is that he got beaten to death by his own hammer. I'm just loving that he's so confident in showing midriff. Yeah, that um that new that new male uh, crop top thing is coming back. Yeah. He started it. He's bringing back the trend. 
<laughs> oh, geez. I'm having a deja vu. That means this happened before. <laughs> I feel this has happened before. I don't know. And with that, I think we're time to wrap up, dude. Yeah. If we're re- yeah. if we're if we're repeating and you're getting into uh deja vu's, I think we are deja done. Yeah. Maybe, this maybe. for revenants to come out on top of vampires and liches, especially with Zorn being involved in his past, it feels like he was moved into place like a pawn reaching the end of the chessboard and becoming a queen. Ooh. Did someone read the Necrolibriatus or the Necroliberitas? The, the, the Dead House Bible. The book. Did someone Bible. read the book? I feel someone read that. That is a very, very, very interesting one. Yeah. Very, uh, that's very, um, like pieces on a chessboard being manipulated by gods, elder gods. Mm. Maybe there's some influence being exerted, possibly. Either way, yep, I think we'll call that for the night. Yeah, so that'll be uh, that'll be it. So, thanks for everybody joining. Joining, welcome back to Dead House Whispers, everybody. Season two, uh, yes, season two. Hope you enjoyed episode one. Um, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, and, uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Necrolibriatus and on YouTube at Necrolibriatus. There's a good chance that you've Googled or YouTube to Dead House and, and stumbled across videos. You've probably come across some of mine. You um, will. Or if you're like me and you're sitting watching videos at night and you're watching things about Dead House Sonata or anything in vampire related games, fall asleep and wake up to Nick's lovely dulcet tones regaling yes. you about the majesties of free to play versus pay to win. Yes. Go, go watch <laughs> that video, by the way. Um, yes. You can follow Faceless Mike, of course, on Twitter, on Instagram, um, at the Faceless Mike and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the faceless mic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if they're watching this now, well, then you're I mean, on my Twitch. Already. Yes, and so just follow. If you are not watching, already. if you are not watching this now, it's look just twitch.tv forward slash faceless mic. Yeah. And then of course, don't forget to follow Deadhouse at Deadhouse Game on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. They have a we have a Facebook group. We even got Reddit. We have a subreddit, guys. There's yes, a Deadhouse make that more subreddit. active. So rise it, from your brain, bring it back to life because it's also, pretty much just yeah, it's pretty a handful much, of us like Bishop yeah. posting in there now. So it pretty needs much. more life and love. Yeah. And it join up, the Discord. Join the yeah. House Discord. Join the Discord, you know, pick up a founder's pack, all that good jazz. Go go buy a freaking awesome t-shirt. Like, look how gorgeous the blue hits off of my shirt. And just blends together the hoodies, so well. the hoodies for those in the colder countries are really comfy. Yeah, because but everyone lives in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I live in Florida. <laughs> um, join the forums, also. Yes, thank you, Wyvern Timmer. Join the forums. Deadhouse Sonata, everything. Um, Deadhouse Sonata Go there. Wyvern Timmer, something everything. to do. <laughs> to do on the forums. Yeah, check out the Discord. We're all really friendly. Um, we're all we're all family there. We don't Nobody's, buy yet. Yeah, yet. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, check, check everything out. Thanks for watching Dead House Whispers, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We will see you all next time. Next time. Fight the living. See ya. Fight the living.